What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're talking about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking unto identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Logan Eaton and Kyle Antiman, my good bros. What's cracking? What's crackling? How you guys doing? Excellent. Good. Wonderful. Good. Good to be back. Good to be back. Have you ever had any? Uh, oh, we talked about the crackling before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> had to throw mine away. <laughs> only could you can only do one piece of that, huh? Yeah. Wow, it's got old. But got old and crunchy. Yeah, too crunchy. Yeah. Actually, I got. I think I got softer. It's supposed to be crunchy, but it turned into soft. Soft crackling. Yeah. Didn't have the crackle. <laughs> soft crackles. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. getting to be about bike season out there, huh? What kind of bike season? Just, uh, you know. Motor? Mm, pedal? Uh, that or pedal bikes, yeah. Mm. Huff, yeah, huffies, absolutely. Yeah. Huffies? Yeah, maybe some trail trailblazing. Whoa, on a huffy? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever hear of the free spirit bike? No. That oh, bike made it. You got one? Huh? You got one? I used you to. set it free. I did have to set it free. that one from the garage sale? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was sweet. One of a kind, yeah. The Wright Brothers. Um, that one got you. Did, that one got you around. did you give that one to somebody? Oh, yeah. Did you? I think I did. You did, too. But I didn't use it that much, so. Just every day. It's a win-win for me. <laughs> <laughs> just it twice happens. a day, but besides <laughs> that, never, yeah. never use it. Yeah, just to get everywhere, but. Yeah. <laughs> those, were the, those were the days, man. Those yeah. were the days. Yeah. Yep. So. Of our lives. There we are. Mm. I, yeah, I used to have a bike. Well, I have a bike, but I used to have a bike that it got me everywhere. I had a backpack. That's yeah. Go to the laundromat. Nice. All my clothes in my backpack. Go to the grocery store. All on the bike. Oh, cool. Yeah. Go to work. Bike. Was that out in Cali? The, the time of the bike. That was in my early days in Missouri. Oh, wow. Cool. Yes. Mm. But it was good exercise. Good exercise. Yeah. Weather was pretty good. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. 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 And then they had some trails. I took that baby. It was kind of like a free spirit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And boy, spirit. it made my spirit free. Man, do you remember when I fell off my bike on that trail? No. When did you fall off? Remember we went we went on that trail up in uh, Napoleon. Yeah. And I went flying down that hill. Up and on I, Mount Everest? Yeah. <laughs> when we I were on the Black Diamond? The, yeah, I fell off the trail. The bike went off the trail, oh, wow. and I fell off the bike. <laughs> 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 it was, a, it was uh, actually a lose-lose in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Or maybe I hit a tree. I forget which one no, it was. Mm. One of us hit a tree, I think. It's not a good ride until you hit a tree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know there was trails out in Napoleon. Yeah, there's there got are, they got huh? some trails out behind this park. Cool. Yeah. You should take your motorbike. Motorbiker out there. Sorry, your motorcycle. It'd be way easier to get up the hills. <laughs> little motor. My sweet motorcycle bike. Motorcycle that bike. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Little moped cruising around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, if it sounds like that, it sounds yeah. like 
crap. I can see you going over a hill. You're <laughs> detached from the bike, spread eagle. <laughs> Falling down. Right. Yeah. It's a fun little ride, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any plans this summer to take it somewhere or do anything? Good question. Um, not that I know of, of right now. <laughs> Man, you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far with my motorcycle uh, skills. No. Oh. Or my, my I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not a die, die hard cyclist yet. Not that you have to be mm-hmm. a die hard, but, uh, you know, I haven't got ventured into. A living hard cyclist? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't ventured into that realm of, of uh, taking it. Traveling places. Live hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would, you know, if I if I knew what, what to do, you know. What to <laughs> if I liked it I or guess was any good at it, yeah, yeah I'd be great. I mean, you got to know, like, when it starts raining and how to be safe out there. How to sure. put on the poncho. Dude. But <laughs> <laughs> a lightning. You, you just pull up under the uh, overpasses. That's what everybody else does. Yeah. Or you just try to outrun the... You ever thought about stone? going on a road trip with someone? Like on the back? Yeah. Mm. Oh. I'm not, a, not a big fan of driving. I well, mean, I know you'd be on the back. On the back of the you don't, have to, you don't have to drive. Yeah. You just hold on. Oh, you're talking about, yeah. Just wrap your arms yeah. around his but waist my and hair call it a day. Get a rear car. Yeah. One of those cars on the rear that I, that, that kind of comes down. Yeah. You can just sit back there. And you I think they're on the side. In a trailer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. No, sidecars are too dangerous. I'd rather have a, a rear car. I'd rather have a rear car. Rather be in the boot. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, yeah. If you want to do that, then sure. Sure. <laughs> Definitely do something like that for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm free for the... For I'm free. What you got planned next week? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Busy. We could just hook a... We can hook a grocery cart up to the back of it. Yeah, those... And you can pull me? Y- yeah. Well, you're looking at about 40, 45, 50 miles an hour tops, probably. She's not a super fast Yeah, bike. I'd say those carts could handle f- 30 or 40 miles yeah. an hour. Trust me. <laughs> Trust yeah, I, I I've think been so. down I think too. so. Yeah. I've hit one going 40 or 50 miles an hour. Mm. You have? So, <laughs> so I think they could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, when you pay, when you put a quarter in at Aldi, you can just keep the cart. Mm. I'm pretty. You bought it, right? That's what happens. You put the quarter in and you buy yeah. the cart. I wish somebody would come <laughs> and pick those up. I've got like 16 of them at my <laughs> apartment. <laughs> Did you do any shopping at Aldi's lately? No, I've been going to Meyer. Heavy. Oh, Aldi's doesn't have some of the stuff I I buy like some certain ingredients and stuff. Mm. They just don't carry it. Salt, pepper. Um, I'm trying to think of what I had to had to buy it. Mm. Like they don't have chopped onions at all. Loose hair. No, they chopped. You got got whole onions. You got to chop them yourself. Self chop. Really? Self. This is the self chop aisle. Yeah. (laughs) I thought they had. um, (laughs) Maybe they do. I just haven't found them. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. You found some chopped onions? No, I just thought that. uh, I didn't know they had chopped onions like that. Like already baggaged up and everything. Yeah, like there's that. just like a little lady in the back who chops. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'm not a huge fan of the onions. That doesn't bother yeah. me. Some of the yeah, some of the stuff calls for it, but mm, it's true. Know. It's true. But yeah, Aldi's does. Aldi has limited selection, so mm. you got to be really. 
I don't know. If you're really trying to make something like a like a recipe, right? Sometimes it's not the best place to go. Like chili, unless the recipe chili is from just a can. Yeah, unless the recipe Those is already recipes. made. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Those or a frozen are thing. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hot bucket. Go for some frozen Ooh. waffles right now. What? That's get, that's what I thought of. You got some in the freezer. Have you ever huh? have no. you ever had the corn dogs, which like the outside is a pancake and the inside is a sausage? Oh yeah. No. But they look what? like wow. but they're like hot. Oh, they look like corn dogs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Those all do you have those? I don't know. Probably not. Meyer definitely has those. Maybe I'll go there again <laughs> this week. <laughs> Put them in a it's right next to the chopped syrup. onions. Oh, oh man, yeah. Sure. Jeez, have you had anything good this week to eat? Mm. Mm. It's in meatloaf yesterday. That Whoa. was good. You made it? From the Salvation Army. Mm. Yeah, the guys make it. You get food, good oh, food nice. there. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. That's one of the perks, yeah. It's good stuff. I used to not like meatloaf as a kid, but... Sweet and sour? No, just some ketchup on top. Yeah, ketchup. Yeah, that's good. I liked it with some mashed potatoes. Oh. That sounds really good. Mm. Did you have anything good this <laughs> week to eat? What did what's today? National Taco Day. Oh, Taco. <laughs> I think it's Sunday. Sure. No, it's not Sunday. I had yeah, I had some Jimmy John's. Mm, nice. JJ. What sub do you get for there? Dinner and lunch. I get the roast beef with some hot peppers. Oh number man, ten. That sounds good. Toasted. And they don't toast it over there. They keep it oh. simple and they yell keep at you. Keep it simple. If you ask for anything other than what's on there. <laughs> Wait, you but, say with um, the J Giants? Yeah, J okay. Jeanettes. But yeah. yeah, so they came out with like the giant sub, mm. which is essentially two sandwiches, and it's just like it's essentially the cost of two sandwiches minus fifty cents. But it's interesting because I would never have bought two sandwiches, but because they have the giant, I buy the giant. <laughs> it's just an interesting. Well, you're saving right. two quarters of I'm fifty saving, cents. Yes, exactly. But it's like you know, I've all this the sandwich has always left me wanting you know, a couple inches more, but. Mm. When you get the mm. giant, essentially you eat one whole sandwich and mm-hmm. then you have another sandwich have for later. Meal. Yeah, for yeah. the next time. It's kind of amazing. Dang, I could. Man, I'm hungry. I just <laughs> freaking ate. You did just Some eat. JJ's. How? Why is Some that possible? Jeanettes. Yeah, the old mind parts. Do you think it <laughs> it's the body cooking? Do you think my stomach has the wrong chemicals in it? Oh my gosh! Like diesel. <laughs> seems like it seems like it's burning stuff up pretty quick. Oh, is Shit. that what that Diesel. smell is? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. I think it's just got the wrong that smell yeah. is the wrong octane in there. Teriyaki. Teriyaki scent. Yeah, maybe it's that. It's yeah. really burning stuff up. Is that is that the deodorant scent you have these days? Teriyaki. <laughs> teriyaki dons. Ooh, day teriyaki. Armpits. Yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, I used to have a cologne called Oude Toilette. No way. Yeah, yeah. I still remember seventh grade. They had a toy. <laughs> they had a toilet deodorant called Poopery. Oude Toilette. Oude French. Yeah, Poopery. <laughs> Did you ever see Poopery? There's a commercial on YouTube. Oh, okay. It's hilarious. And you yeah. spray it. On, it's like body spray. You spray it on or the water spray. before oh. you go. Oh. <laughs> and it creates this. So you spray the toilet with it. Yeah. Yeah, not your butt. Not you. Or you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting. 
Yeah. It's a mature you just spray audience. the toilet down with that stuff. You spray the toilet down and it traps the smell in, like, traps, doesn't let it come right out of the water. Of Creates oh, a barrier. Wow. Yeah, but the commercial's hilarious. This girl's just sitting on a toilet, like, in the middle of, like, a like a cow pasture with cows everywhere. Oh, wow. It's just, right. It's pretty funny. Wow. And then just, right so along, what? Go ahead. Nothing. But you should keep going. <laughs> but then, right, right, right along with that, then is the next commercial you have to watch is um, the Squatty Potty. Is that oh, you used to me that one. Is hilarious. Where there's essentially a unicorn mm-hmm. who poops out soft serve ice cream oh, wow. <laughs> that they give to the kids and then they give the kids toilet paper to wipe their faces <laughs> it's like rainbow oh, colored though yeah isn't it? yeah <laughs> that's where ice cream came from if you didn't know <laughs> that's a real product though isn't it the squatty potty not unicorn poop but the squatty potty uh, yeah, yeah yeah the actual thing yeah they're apparently they real. it was on shark tank or something and they show, sold it to a bunch of uh hospitals and mm. stuff Wow. Or whatever, but yeah. Dang. The old squatty potty. Poopery. Oh, kind of like potpourri. Well, yeah, but poo instead of po. Mm. They could have mm. just called it potpourri, and then you just sprayed it on the toilet. Yeah, but poopery. Like so. Or you could eat poopery, and then that would solve the problem, too. Give it a nice little scent. Well, it sounds like you could say... <laughs> It sounds like you can spray it on your body. Too. <laughs> it's it's like an body Axe spray. body spray. <laughs> Poopery. A lot of options. Or all a day toilet. What'd you call it? Uday toilet. Uday. Yeah, did you, doesn't toilet mean bathroom in French? In France? Might, I probably. Doesn't toilet mean bathroom? <laughs> I thought it did. That's what I used to say. When water I closet. Oh, the water closet. Bonjour water closet. Bo- <laughs> I think that's in like England. Jim Appel water closet. <laughs> oh yeah. Jim <laughs> Appel. Could be. Could be. Did you ever get any dates with that cologne? No. No. Mm, I wonder why. They, they weren't. Because it wasn't your looks. Taste. Yeah. Was it? Was the smell? <laughs> yeah. Taste just wasn't doing it, man. The, 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 I mean, the the smell of it. <laughs> you ever tasted cologne? It's terrible. No. I was actually. I thought it was. Yeah. Well, I thought some were water. Some was water. Some t- one time. When oh, I was really? little. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It was yeah. like clear. I thought it was water. Yeah, it was but not. It wasn't. You ever sprayed on a flame? Yeah. It's like the worst. Uh, Kool Aid. Right no. The alcohol based mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. No. Nope. Potent. Flammable. No, but uh, I think it was my brother. So I don't know. Ooh, did it toilet. smell pretty good? Ooh, day I don't toilet. Remember, mm. I think it probably did. Probably. Some of the rare stuff. But I didn't use deodorant until I was 16. So. I say probably. You used it until I, you were 16? I didn't use deodorant until I was like 15 or 16. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Yeah, I was like, what's this stuff? I guess you're supposed to wear deodorant or something. Yeah, mm. I would just put it on my neck. Yeah, right rub it on your <laughs> nose and get it all over there. Yeah, <laughs> The yeah. old, like, white stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the white stripes. <laughs> yeah. On Baywatch, they had the white nose. So you yeah. yeah. You just figure it out when Racing you're young. stripes. Yeah. Yep, figure it out when you're young. So yeah, it was. I don't know. Work it out. Seventh grade was weird. It was, man. Jeez, mm. man. Those times. Glad it only took four years to pass that grade. Past puberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad it only took sixteen years to get through puberty. <laughs> so weird, weird time. Yeah. Still yeah. kind of there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Still in the process. <laughs> <laughs> the kids can be weird, you know. 
Yeah, mean, trust mean me. Yeah. <laughs> mean and weird kids. Yeah. Kids. Yeah, sure, yeah. Mean and weird kids. Were you a mean and weird kid? Or I you was weird, I wouldn't say mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was totally weird. Yeah, you were? Oh, yeah. 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 I was really weird. Awkward times. Yeah. 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 I was like, I think they put in the yearbook just because I was weird. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, let's you had your own page. Let's interview this guy and see what he has to say. What makes you. Now, you so had a lot of hair when you were junior, senior? A freshman. You, just a freshman, done, you just fro- on your arms? No, it was, yeah. Oh, cool. It was just, it was just really, like, it just doesn't, it grows up mm-hmm. and out. So yeah. It's just really curly. But. I hated it. Out. Out. You look like Napoleon out. Dynamite. It was Napoleon Dynamite, oh but long. Gosh. It was just a little bit bigger. <laughs> I'm sure you still got the picture around somewhere, don't you? I do have one. Yeah. I don't know where it's at, but I I did have one. Come on, Mama. Ma- Mama Logan has one somewhere. She's got them. Yeah, she. I know she's got them, but no, that was a that was a bad time. And then I just I got mad. I think one time and just shaved it all off and just just like a, it was like an egghead yeah. style haircut. <laughs> I had the haircut where I buzzed the sides, but then I had long hair and I'd part it in the middle so it would like come over what? the the shaved sides. Sure. Oh, that was big in the nineties, yeah. It was like the bowl cut ish. That was nineties style. Yeah. Nineties grunge. That was all the ra- yeah. I don't know if it was all the rage, but that's what I did. Those were the styles, I guess. Now I just that shave my head because I don't want to comb it. Yeah. Or wear a hat. That was back when you could wear a, a button-up shirt and just let it hang around and baggy pants and, mm-hmm. and maybe a sandal. Just one? Or, or a shoe. <laughs> just one? <laughs> or a sandal and a shoe. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You were a weird kid. I remember <laughs> having some weird clothes when I was <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Like wind pants. I thought you, those used to be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't think they I don't think they were really... I think when I, by the time I got wind pants... Yeah. They were all. Everyone was like, "No jeans, jeans." The real loose, like little loose yeah. pants. Yeah. The bra- baggy pants were. I used to. I used to like those, like the really baggy. I think it was like the cargo style. Yeah. Oh yeah, still my style. Well, but not, shorts. Yeah, the zip offs were. I was. I liked those. Hey, practical. You don't know if you want pants or shorts. Boom, zip them off. Do you have any weird clothes? Yeah, I had a pair of bell bottoms in senior year. Yeah. yeah. With like platform shoes? No. <laughs> no. I didn't go that far. <laughs> got some group of girl but the girl bell bottoms. Because they didn't make Why did you bell have bottoms. Them? I just thought that'd be funny to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I wore them for like two Fridays, three Fridays. I thought they were cool like Friday wear. Mm. Casual day? So my Casual friend Friday? AJ said that I was wearing girl girl pants. You didn't know they were girl pants? I knew they were, but oh, okay. he had to, I was like, don't tell anyone they're girl jeans. And he's like, yeah. Kyle's wearing girl's jeans. Like, bro, like, you know, you girl in the, the hallway, he screamed it down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. It was too uncomfortable. <laughs> that, to was out. that was it. Yeah. That's it. Now it's okay, you know? That's why mm-hmm. now, now you will wear I mean, girl pants all the time. It's I'd fine. have to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to wear them. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, some weird clothes. Mm. Mm. Nice. So, yeah. A sleeveless sweater. Yeah, that's a good one. Did you ever wear one of those? Uh, yeah, with a little white shirt underneath it. A little vest. Or no shirt underneath. Yeah. In the summer. Ripped up shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboy hat. 
<laughs> cowboy people, boots and of, like yeah, Daisy Dukes. A lot of people have cowboy hats where you went to school, Logan. In <laughs> Texas, no. Yeah, it was. It was in Northwest Ohio, <laughs> El Paso. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Lima area, was it? Ah, uh, no. Also known as Finley. More Finley, Finley area. area. Why did people have cowboy hats at Anthony? <laughs> there's a couple. <laughs> there's a couple people who did. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. My brother and I had a cow. We had some cowboy hats. Mm-hmm. My brother likes wearing them for fun, though, no, not mm-hmm. not for <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. Just for fun around the Fourth of July or right. something. Yeah. When you are a man, you are a stranger. <laughs> it's more fun. You wear a cowboy hat. You wear cowboy hat. Mm. But yeah, look at yourself in the mirror. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to wear a cowboy hat, you should have like a lasso or something or a cow. Mm-hmm. In your lasso. Yeah. Not just wearing it just for. Just for shoes. Just yeah. for, yeah. Style. Like if you're going to wear it, like have the stuff like to wear back some it up. girl be- bell yeah, bottoms. Be as a well. bull yeah. rider. Yeah. Mm. I know those guys wear helmets. Mm. Mm. Then then be a um, goat wrangler. Okay. If you're gonna wear Gold one, they just wear safety ga- goggles. Yeah, yeah, totally. The old coat wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> Back when uh, where I grew up, <laughs> goat wrangling was fun. <laughs> yeah, we had goat wrangling, like chicken yesterday. wrangling. Oh, um, chicken strangling. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes if the rats got big enough, you could rat wrangle. <laughs> Did you ever eat one Groundhog of those wrangling, huh? You ever eat one of those things? A chicken, a giant, giant a rat. rat. Oh, rat, no. Chicken, though. Chicken, yeah. Yeah. You ever eat a rat? Yeah. No. Jerry. Jerry, yeah. <laughs> Remember that little guy? Uh, uh, Jerry. That little, that little rat, that little, that little mouse rat guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cute little fella. I still have nightmares of him. Of him. Uh, you carry him. I'm trying to. Trap yeah, dude. All over the house. Blood. Old Jerry, man. Crushed. Yeah. That's really why you had to get out of that house. Old Jerry, bro. Jerry. He's just trying to he's just trying to hang out with the guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just reading some Gideon or something. Yeah. Just jarring around. And we just had to kill him. Yeah. Which Sorry, sounds bro. morbid, but it sounds correct. It was yeah, he, <laughs> ran into, he ran into the cheese. Yeah. He went, yeah. For he it. went to the cheese, bro. Logan had to set up the trap, though. Cheese we were please. scared. I don't remember he that. He ran to the cheese. Yeah, it was, know? like, super sensitive. I thought we lit something like on fire. I think we, we'd, like, dynamite or something. I thought we lit something on fire, and then he was attracted to that, and then no. he caught on fire. Put some American cheese, cheese. down there. Cheese. Little cheese. Cowboy hat. Cowboy girl, cheesing. Girl cargo pants, would you say? <laughs> Bell bottom. Yeah. American cheese, yeah. Yep. Nice. Cool. 70s were fun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> they were pretty much the Indeed. same. <laughs> Are you old enough to be in the 70s? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. I feel like I was kind of born in them, you know? Hmm? I feel like I belong in them. I feel mm. like you're stuck in them. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and that's okay. Sorry. <laughs> 70s, man. That's where it's at. I think yeah, I think you'd make a good. Remember when 70s I had that person. mustache? You think I'd make a good I think 70s you would, person? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Like a rock star or what? Uh. Maybe like yeah, just or a, a cool student or a student. Just a normal. Just bell bottom wearing. That'd be cool. Maybe an astronaut. An astronaut that'd be <laughs> fun. I'd like to go back to the seventies. Back to the moon. 
to the moon. Did you ever watch that movie, Back to the Past? No. Or um, Back to the Future? Yeah, yeah. They took that. Ta- <laughs> they took that Delarian back there. Yeah. Full speed ahead. <laughs> Remember you, that? Yeah, you you remind me of that guy. You <laughs> might look like him when you uh, Fox with the white the hair. The scientist. The scientist. The scientist great. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I just hope I turn out like one of the Wright brothers. You will. <laughs> just or keep, one. Just, or keep dream. the right just keep one dreaming. The right one. Just keep dreaming, buddy. Orville and Orville and Redenbacher. Redenbacher. <laughs> keep dreaming. Keep flying. I just, just want to keep dreaming. A plane. <clears throat> you want to invent a plane? Or something like a plane, maybe. I'm sure they have like uh sweet bro plane. Yeah, designs or instructions or online. Flying sauce. Like a milk saucer. Flying saucer. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so what are we cultivating tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are we drinking out of the milk saucer and that? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about how the harvest is ripe. Oh, the harvest is ripe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. It's interesting. Harvest of what? Harvest of people. Peeps? Yeah. Okay. Reaping a harvest of eternal life. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we might get these mixed up. But there's John 4 and Mark 4 that we're talking about. But I think it's in John 4. Gosh, I That's apologize. not confusing I apologize. at all. I apologize. I'm going to get it mixed up. John 4 or Mark, or Mark 4? <sighs> Who can remember? I'm going to get I'm gonna get all these stories mixed up. It's going to happen. Okay. But just know that they're all in the Bible. They might have happened at different times. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, yeah. Yeah, so, no, okay, so at John 4, this is the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesus was hanging out with the lady. She leaves, goes back into the town to tell everybody what Jesus said to her. And in the meantime, the, the uh, disciples come with some food, and they're like, hey, you know, why don't you stop and eat? And Jesus is like, my food and my drink is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. He says, look, man, open your eyes. The harvest is ripe, right? He's like, even now, the one who who reaps is, you know, gathering a, a wage for what he harvests. And, uh, yeah, he's like, I send you out to reap what somebody else sowed. He said, somebody else did all the hard work. And you're going to reap the benefits, which is interesting. But just this concept that the harvest is ripe. And uh, in Mark 4, he talks about how, let's see, get them all mixed up here. There's, there's a few of these. But anyways, but he's talking about how, you know, when, you, when a, a farmer plants a seed, and night or day, whether the farmer's awake or asleep, they are not there. The seed grows. He doesn't know how, but the earth makes it grow, right? Then he says, like a little leaf pops up, then a stalk. Then it's like there's just all these signs, and there's this process to then at the point the grain is ready to be harvested, and then the farmer goes out and harvests it. And I was just thinking how, you know, there's a process in which a seed becomes like fully grown. And uh, yeah, there's like, um, you know, Paul was talking about one time, he says, you know, 
he's you know talking about these people who are kind of getting confused they're like oh i'm i you know i believe in paul i believe in peter i believe in apollos and he's like no man you guys are getting it all wrong it's like we're just we're just you know messengers you know don't you're not believing in us you're believing in god but he's like one of us waters or one of us sows the seed somebody else waters but it's god who makes it grows makes it grow mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i was just thinking about this this process in which like sometimes when you think about like the harvest is ripe you can kind of i know i've definitely had thoughts in the past where it's like you know do, do people actually want what it is that we have you know do people you know want the kingdom or you know there's all these other religions and this kind of concept but you know a seed belongs in the dirt right like you wouldn't you wouldn't think twice about planting a seed right if you wanted the fruit you would put the seed in the ground because that's where it belongs. It's natural, right? And as like in the same concept, in the same way, the knowledge of God belongs in the heart of man. Like that's natural and that's normal. So, yeah. So I was just kind of thinking about the process. Like sometimes that question comes, like do people really want it? That question comes kind of with a lack of understanding of uh, like the garden of Eden, like the creation. Cause when you think about the creation, I feel like it just kind of, it, it makes a lot more sense about this time and where everybody's at. So, you know, God created the world and created man on it on purpose. So mankind was created to be connected in and with God and then to function on earth. Like we were created to establish and manifest the, the invisible in the visible. So that was the task. So then when Adam and Eve declared independence from God, right, the rule of death entered in the world and the rule of death, the pattern of death was sin, right? So sin is this malfunction, which is why it creates death, you know, but, but what God created was eternal and everlasting, right? Things that function are created to last things that malfunction break down and die. So all mankind was came from God and therefore belongs to God. Right. So in Genesis, you know, when he's talking about building all the creation, he's, he's saying, let come forth from the earth, like the vegetation, vegetation is going to bear seed. Well, where something came from is where it belongs. So that seed belongs in the dirt, right? That's normal. Cause that's where it came from. That's where it realizes its potential. That's where it becomes everything it was created to become. Well, in the same way, God said, you know, let's make man in our image and our likeness from God came us right. And in God is our source of life. So when Adam and Eve declared independence, there was that disconnection from God. So the point is, is that all mankind kind of fell into the exact same thing, right? So when you think about like, do people really want this? There's all these other religions. Yeah. Well, there's all these other religions because we lost this, this connection with God. And then over time, people just totally went off and, made up all kinds of crap because there was the power, right? There was the God of this age, right? Who was blinding the hearts of the people. And so you still have that today, but I was just thinking about this concept, right? So, so we're all in the same boat and there's people that just straight up don't have the knowledge, but as soon as you taste a little bit of the knowledge, you taste a little bit of function. You, you start to taste what it is that you were created to live in. 
right? Like that becomes natural and normal when you get a little bit of taste of the goodness. So for example, you know, I was just thinking about how, um, I was thinking about how in school, right, for, for the most part, right, like you spend your entire childhood in school. And so people think about going to college, like a lot of people say, oh, you know, I want to be a teacher, which is great. But I think sometimes the reason why people want to be teachers is because it's the only thing or it's the main thing that they've ever been exposed to, you know, when you think about jobs or whatever. So because you know, the exposure to what else is out there in the world has been really limited, right? You, you, you only have ideas to get into certain jobs that you actually know exist. And so I just think about this concept though. It's like, have you ever learned something that you never knew before? And when you learned it, it like changed everything. Can you think of a time or times where you learned something you never knew and you're like, wait, what? Well, yeah, I, I learned. Yeah. That. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah. Unless you got something. Fourth grade, I learned that wrestling wasn't real. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, WWF? oh, man, it totally changed my perception on things. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. The reality was... Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Had a crush, yeah. Right. That's almost like knowing Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, well, I guess he was a person, <clears throat> but. Yeah. I was trying to think of other, another example of what something I learned that I never knew. Well, what, 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 um, I don't know. You had a, a different kind of background. What right. was the, the turning point? Oh, the turning point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Oh, I hey. just thought about that, huh? Um,. Oh, yeah, coming from, well, knowing that there was a different way to live besides, you know, drugs and alcohol. That, like, kind of that knowledge of, because um, I think when you're in the midst of that, you don't know where else to go. That's all you can think about. And, uh, you know, you when you're in that loop, it's hard, you can't get out. So yeah. when I was exposed to knowledge and information that would help me to get out and mm. people that 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 was that's an example of, of of knowing a way out seeing the light at the end of the tunnel so it's good and how how much of an impact has that had on your life huge impact yeah mm. yeah because i want to be where i'm at nowadays that's for sure yeah yeah mm. you want to be sitting here learning about doing i definitely wouldn't be trying to build the kingdom i'd be destroying myself in an act of you know addiction that's for sure yeah, yeah i like that yeah. Mm. so yeah and even the like the knowledge even to be transformed that's in, been instilled like i think like going to h you know church and then um even as a kid learning okay this is what you know quote you should do or the this is who god is and you know being getting these labels and definitions and but breaking it down simpler into okay like like a seed like why are you know that's how i respond you know it's simpler like we're we're mm. here for a purpose a reason like let's cultivate and grow from there so that knowledge is really powerful too yeah mm. yeah yeah 
Um, I think I think uh, I think recently, um, the thing we're talking about when you learn something that changed your perspective. Yeah, yeah. I think recently um, I was reading some more Miles Monroe, and he was talking about um, trying to think of the exact quote, but he was just basically talking about who you should associate with and who you should disassociate with. Mm. I don't want this to sound like negative or anything to, but you're not coming back. I'm never coming back again. No, 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 no. no. He's talking about the, the (laughs) but I have to go. You guys are killing me. This is what's happened. (laughs) I don't want it to sound bad. I guess any, you know, I don't, I guess I really don't care. Um, but he's talking about like how, who you should associate with, who you shouldn't associate with. And, uh, and he so he quoted someone else in his in his book, and he was talking about like how so many, or so often we live by the expectations of other people because we just care so much about like so much of even even if it's just subconsciously behind the scenes we do things, say things, think things, just because based off of how we view other people or how other people view us. So I was just thinking when I when I read that, um, like these three big areas of pretty much anyone's life or it would be spiritually, relationally and professionally, but all that can be so altered just by how you think somebody views what you're doing or what you want to do. Um, spiritually, like how you view who God is, uh, relationally, like how a relationship should look or, uh, professionally, like what, what should you do with your time or what, sh- how should you make money or whatever? Those three things like are, can get so skewed. So I just, when I read that, I was, I just, it almost like it, uh, it was like a, uh, I don't know. Um, it was just, it was a sense of peace. Cause it's like, why, why do, why does it matter? Like really, why does it matter what anybody else in the world would ever think about, you know, these three areas of my life and how I, how I say who God is or, um, you know, how I, how I should, how I believe my, you know, my relationship should be or how, what I want to do with my time and how I want to make money and all that stuff. So I think, I think the way I don't want it to sound bad is like you, there's people that you need to listen to and take advice from and, and have counsel from, but there's also this point where it's like just whatever it is you want to do or however it is you, what, you know, um, uh, I don't know, I guess I don't want to say like, cause there's some things that are, that are, that are not good, but taking so much out of, you know, from other people's expectations for your life can, um, can limit you. And I think it's just, it's just, it can alter the reality that you, that you see, or you can alter the vision that you see and change it to a negative reality. But yeah, so that was just something that opened my eyes. It brought some peace because it was like, why does it matter what, what other people think about what I do or who I'm, you know, who I'm dating or who, whatever, or who I say God is. And well, were you dating somebody? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it, if it was, like, like, why would it matter? Unless it was like, you know, uh, yeah. somebody giving like, I'll tell you if it wisdom, or not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wisdom or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. But just uh, he was just talking about like how some people will voice their vision and then it will just get shut down immediately by family or friends or coworkers or whatever. But it's like, who cares? Who, yeah. What does it matter what they think? Right. So that was something that opened my eyes up. That yeah. changed, yeah, changed reality. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just that idea that you can receive an idea that you never thought about before and mm. it can totally change your perspective. Sure. Yeah. Right? And I, it's just like that is the kingdom of God where you get into this 
absolutely fertile soil longing for the truth, but just like couldn't wouldn't maybe never voice it would never know how to communicate it. Don't maybe just totally confused. But then all of a sudden you hear this thing, man, that is a part of the fiber of your being. And you're like, what the freak? Like that's the kingdom of heaven, right? Jesus is talking about like the, he says, guys, you got, he's like, you got to freaking look out at the, at the field because it's, it's harvest time. Like, so, I mean, what, is like a farmer's mentality in harvest time. Mm, probably, uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking about that quality. It was one thing that came to my mind. Like, so the quality of the grain, because um, you separate chaff from the grain. So there's got to be a separation process. There's also got to be like a timing process, quality and timing. So if you do it, if you harvest too late, it's too dry, the grain will fall on the, on the ground. It won't get, won't get be collected if you harvest too wet it'll mold mm. and it won't be spoil mm. um so timing maybe timing and 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 uh, quality and um yeah i mean it's just a it's a process it's an intricate process and if the timing is right what is the mentality oh yeah like yeah let's let's get it done let's get it done <laughs> get yeah. after it like because there is a because there is a window yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. can't make hay what when the sun's shining or you do make hay when the sun's shining want to make hay when the you sun's shining you want to make yeah. hay when it's the moon is shining <laughs> yeah i heard one time yeah yeah rake hay when the moon's shining rake hay while drinking moonshine <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah right so he's like the harvest is ripe so he, here's here's what was happening though so the disciples were in town buying food and Jesus was kicking it with this lady. Right. And he's like, shoot, I'm thirsty. And so he just starts having this conversation with this lady. Right. And she has no idea who he, who he is. Right. She's just talking to a, doing a guy, right. A Jewish guy. And she's a Samaritan and she's out in the middle of the day, which is, you know, she's a bit of an outcast. Well, anyways, well, they're just talking, right? And, and Jesus is talking to her and she doesn't really understand what the heck he's talking about, you know, and she's sidestepping some things or whatever, but he's, he's just like, but his heart for her is like just on fire. Right. You know, he asked for water and she's like, ah, but you shouldn't really be talking about, you shouldn't really be talking to me because you're Jewish. And he's like, man, if you had any idea who I was and why I came, like you would ask me for water. Like he just like this, his heart for this lady and her misconception, you know, he just kind of explodes, you know, in the most glorious way. But anyways, but through this encounter, right, he, he, he tells her, he's like, Hey, why don't you go back in town and get your husband? And she's like, I don't have a husband. He's like, that's correct. He's like, you've had five, and the man you're with right now isn't your husband. So what you just said is very correct. But this, like, she's like, wait, what? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, like, Jesus brings this word of knowledge, if you will, right? And it's just like, so she's getting these this this taste, right? He's like, man, if you had any idea who the who God actually was, like, you would ask me for water. And he's like, he just gives her a little insight into, into her life. And then she's like, well, you know, the, the Messiah, when he comes, right? Like he'll, he'll make it all clear. She's like home girl. Right. That is me. So like, so she has this encounter with just a man where then she encounters like the son of God, right? She just thought it was just another guy and finds out that like, she literally 
through this demonstration, this conversation, she literally meets Jesus. And so because of that, she runs back into town and she's like telling everybody, she's dude, this guy out here just told me everything I ever did. He's like, you guys got to come out to the well. Which is interesting. My wife's doing like this Bible study with these girls and they were talking about how because she was an outcast and she like typically the, the women weren't out there like in the middle of the day. She was out there by herself. Like it would have been that much crazier for her to go and talk to all these people who would have considered her an outcast. But anyway, she goes in. She's like, dude, this guy friggin' she has this encounter with Jesus. She runs back to town and says, you've got to taste what I just tasted, right? So this entire town is coming out and the disciples come. They're like, dude, you got to eat. And Jesus is like, guys, you have no idea what's going on right now, right? The harvest is ripe, right? It's like, he says, look at the fields, like take a look because it looks like something. There's something specific. It looks like it's visible. You can see it. <laughs> and here comes this entire town coming out here, right? And so, Jesus starts talking with them and they're like, dude, you got to stay with us. So he stays with them for two days. And then like many of them, right? Not all of them, but many of them, they said, look, we, we believe because of what the woman said, but now we believe because we actually heard you and encountered you. He's like, and now we know that you are the savior of the world. I mean, it's like that is the harvest is ripe Mm -hmm. where some demonstration of what the kingdom actually is awakens you know what like what is ever so natural like what belongs there the knowledge of god of who he is and who you are in him like that belongs in the heart of every single person and he's like dude the harvest is freaking ripe mm-hmm. and there's the you know there's a the concept where um it's like second Corinthians four or something like that ish. And he's talking about how, you know, the God of this age has blinded the hearts of unbelievers. So you think about being blinded, right? Like not, you can't see it's dark, right? So darkness, you know, the kingdom of darkness speaks of ignorance or like the lack of knowledge where then the kingdom of light is knowledge. So, you know, further down, he's saying, he says, but, but God has, but God said, let light shine out of the darkness. Right. And he caused the light to shine. I don't know, but it's something about like the knowledge of God to be inside of your hearts, which is the face of Christ. And so it's just this concept, right? Where darkness, right. And the kingdom of darkness thrives on ignorance, the lack of knowledge where the kingdom of light reigns through knowledge. And it's just that concept of you can't apply what you don't know. You can't believe in something you've never heard of, right? Especially when you're talking about like the unseen. If you can't see it, you got you to gotta have some kind of knowledge of it and you have to have some kind of actual experience in it. You know, so Paul says, well, Frank, how's anybody going to know if nobody goes and preaches to him? But how's anybody going to preach if nobody ever sends them, right? It's like there's... This, this fact that you hold the knowledge of God and people, though they might not 
it might take a hot second to process. So you might get some weird faces. You might get some, whatever, man, I don't need that. And then they go home. They're like, what the crap? Because you plant a seed. And whether the farmer's awake or asleep, that thing grows. Mm -hmm. It's God who makes it grow. Like we water, we plant, whatever. But it's God who makes it grow. And you just, because that word belongs there. There's that other parable where the kingdom of heaven is like a, a farmer who goes out and scatters seed, right? That seeds the word of God. And so some fell on the path, some fell in the rocky places, some in the, the weeds or whatever. But then some like landed in the good soil. Like you will have that where you will have, you will have it where you, you scatter some seed, like the reality of the kingdom. You demonstrate the kingdom and it'll fall in some soil where it doesn't produce anything or it produces something real quick, but then it dissipates. But then you got, you got some of this seed that not only does it grow, but it reaps a harvest 30, 60 to a hundred times more than was sown, right? Like there's this visible reality of growth and increase in God. Yeah. But the harvest is ripe. Is waiting for you to harvest it up. I was thinking about a couple of things that I forgot, but yeah. do you guys so, have any thoughts on that? Well, I like what you said about uh, you know, if you don't know the knowledge, if you're, you know, I mean, uh, how many people are working, you know, nine to five or just working like we've talked about to get the paycheck or like man if i can make this much money i can get this new car and then i can you know get that big house or whatever and like we've talked about like there's nothing wrong with that stuff but like having the knowledge of why you're here is really powerful mm -hmm. like you know like designed with a purpose just like any other plant or animal like and having that and like okay so if knowledge is in you you know, asking God, okay, well, where wh direct my path, help me on that. Cause I, I believe if you, you know, if you wake up and you put the footwork in and you continue to go with some vision and direction that those paths will be lined up for you. Um, at least in my experience, they've, they've had that, but I've had to put the footwork in and change my thinking about, well, you know, I don't care about making a, a ton of money or whatever because that's never but what what am i doing for my god given purpose is mm. is uh can put a lot of peace on your sh on one's shoulders that's for sure yeah you know when you kind of align yourself with that and it's like you kind of get that like a good feeling when you align yourself with that yeah. like like you're doing something you don't want to be doing or shouldn't be it's like kind of like you know it's it just makes things a lot harder to to push through it's like walking through mud mm. <clears throat> so yeah knowledge having that's been powerful yeah get sucked into the mud yeah yeah so yeah. if you don't know how to like you know bake a cake whatever <laughs> you're just gonna throw a bunch of ingredients together and out, out comes a hot dog out comes a hot dog <laughs> who knows it's not gonna be that it's not gonna be as good as you'd, you'd like it to be mm. I think people can really misconstrue, I know I can, misconstrue truth and or misconstrue things and just come up with all this 
stuff, you know, all these crazy craziness and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, too. I see again, you know, <clears throat> you know, there's some people who who will absolutely reject the message, but then there's some people who won't, but then there's some people who just they have the wrong information, right? Like so you talk about like communicating, right? You, you think about, hey, you know, God loves you, or you think about, man, you know, what do you think about Jesus or something like that? Well, when you think about Jesus, you have this picture, this image, you got these experiences and this and that. But if this other person, you know, who knows what their experience has been, you know, like maybe, maybe that somebody close to them died and, and they believe that Jesus killed them, right? Like, Oh, that was his time to go. And he's like, you know, how come my dad's not around? You know, that was, why would God leave me abandoned? Right? So his view of, Jesus is inaccurate, but it, it causes his perspective to look a certain way. So people can hold an image of who God is, and that image can be incorrect. So your approach in that situation, which the approach always is, really is to demonstrate the kingdom. You know, because so here's here's this woman at the well who the who the law of the Jew. I don't know, I don't know, but like the Jews were not to associate. They didn't associate with the Samaritans. You know, so here's this this lady who's got this kind of idea of who Jesus is and and everything. But like, but Jesus's heart was like, if you had any idea who I was in my heart and how I thought about you. Right. You would have asked me for water. So like sometimes people have the incorrect image, but it's 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 the demonstration of the actual true nature and character of God that causes them to then rethink what they once thought. Hmm. Like the light of that knowledge, because I think we talked about it before, but it's like when you hold up a lie right next to a truth, that lie doesn't stand a chance. Right. I mean, that truth is concrete and irrefutable but when the truth is somewhere over there i don't know maybe this is the truth you know when all you have is what's in front of you to base it off of mm -hmm. then it's easy to get jacked up sure but yeah holding the right information is necessary but yeah when you guys think about you know just this concept of like the harvest is ripe and you know jesus is like freak man my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. When you think about that mixed with the fact that one day, like we all stand before Jesus and we'll give an account of our lives. Like, how do you see those two realities at play in your life? Or how do those affect your focus? Or, you know, how do you see those in your purpose in life? Mm -hmm. What was the, uh, question what was the topic again? oh my f my food is the is the harvest the my the, food is to do the will of him who sent me yeah and to finish okay. his work mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah so you talk is he talking about like just being sustained by doing that by doing that will i just don't think there's anything there's nothing above the reason why he came and the reason why he was there totally and then the uh, second part was about 
giving an account for what you do with the, those things that yeah 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 just thinking about these you know like that that our job is to demonstrate the kingdom of heaven and then at the at the end of it you will give an account like how does that work in your mind parts yeah it's easy to get it's easy to get sidetracked sometimes just by life just by um i don't know um Taco I Tuesdays. Think, huh? Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> and Wednesdays. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a, just a reminder that that uh, everyone everyone should be reiterating daily about that, that being the purpose, that being the overall, regardless of what you do, regardless of, you know, who, you, who you're with, what, you know, where you're at in life, or what stage of life, college, professional, still in high school, regardless of all that stuff, like that's the, that's the, uh, the plan that's that that's your plan because I, I think i think just the 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 least productive person and all that is the distra- is someone distracted somebody even if you might think it's a good thing at the time but um right. i think it's just easy to to let life just kind of uh, i don't know um i think it's just easy to lose sight of that that bigger that bigger purpose you get so caught in the details or you get so caught in other stuff going on in your life or, uh, I don't don't know, money issues, family issues, whatever. And you just forget that. And this is just sometimes hard to realize that each day is is passing by during all that. that, And it's just like, you can't get those days back. You can get that time back. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I I think it's just important to remember that and, and then, and wake up to that daily perspective instead of waking up to crap, like, Oh my gosh, really screwed up yesterday or like waking up to stuff like oh my gosh do i gotta go do this again today just waking up to that like that overall purpose is, is extremely important because i know i've gotten distracted i've gotten i've forgotten about that at times and it's yeah um because no matter what you do if it's not part of that if, if what you're doing is not part of that bigger plan that bigger purpose that to do god's will to uh um what was the second part of that? Do God to to do God's will to just influence work. people? Yeah. Yeah. Then what are you what are you doing, really? So yeah, I don't know. I think it's important to remind ourselves of that daily, mm. instead of all the other crap that everyone else is worrying about. Like, what else in life is so so important that it takes precedence over that, or should take precedence over that? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah. I, yeah, I just I've been hearing stuff like, not like hearing voices, but like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> Jerry, just like what like what is what's gonna is this gonna add another hour to your life? Like this has taken away so many hours previous, mm. previously. This has taken away so many hours of your life already. Like is thinking about the stuff that concerns you, or gives you anxiety or stresses you yeah. out. Is it gonna add anything? No. You keep trying though. So I think that's just, I think what you were saying, what, what, I don't even remember what the question was, but like just having that, <laughs> <laughs> focusing on that is extremely important. <laughs> whatever it was, but whatever you're yeah, focusing on, it's yeah. good to focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, like we, <coughs> we've talked about before, it's, you know, uh, you know, you can carry that uh, presence or that uh, peacefulness and joy and contentment with you wherever you go i mean 
<clears throat> demonstrate that the I, I mean I don't you see that with people all the time you know like frowning or or in a hurry or um, displeased about something and um, yeah. you know uh, who knows what's on their mind but um, I think having that knowledge like we've talked about that re um, retraining your thinking mm. um, like Paul talks about um, can't even think of the uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind like when you have that and you practice it practice practice you can really get some results and how you interact with people kind of like with what logan was saying yeah. on a daily basis even if it's like you don't even do much for the day but you you know maybe have one quick conversation with someone it doesn't need to be all like you know something that like jesus would have like some kind of you know well don't you know the kingdom's come and all that but just just having a like hey <laughs> like a simple like conversation like talking with someone and being a comfortable presence and then planting a seed within that person they could say well well he seems like a pretty pretty peaceful guy and like you know knowing yeah. how that conversation went later then you could explain what's what's happened in your life and and how what you've learned and all that is influencing your life today so yeah, yeah, just taking like you said, wherever you wherever you go. Yeah. And in in daily you know, waking up with not really sure how the day is gonna go, but trying to set a direction towards taking things on and so that like you talked about giving an account of how your life is, right? Like Okay, we'll set some intention for each day to to do the best you can to live out that purpose. Since some days are going to be more fruitful than others, but that's okay. Do you think uh, um, when we were talking about um, uh, Jesus said, "There's his his food is to do the will of God. His mm -hmm. sustenance is to." to be in that will like do you think when you're in that will that you believe god has for your life or whatever that whatever his whatever you believe his will is for your life when you when you pursue that when you're in that you become like your most natural self that's then that most natural self becomes like your most influential i think so, you, or yeah. you become your most influential when you're in that sure. when you're when you're pursuing what god's will is for your life and you uh you you almost become your most natural self in that and then, and then you, and then you start to almost blossom into your most influential state because of that, because of all that stuff. I don't know. That's just what I thought. Do you think that's sure. like maybe what he was talking about a little bit? Like Jesus' purpose was to come, do these teach, teach and 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 um, counsel, and and then and then obviously take the cross for the sins of the world and rise again. So him being in that and doing that every day he became his most natural self in that and had the most like if he was if he was so focused on his carpentry or whatever else he was doing like he he might not have been his, in his most natural state has much influence on the people that he could have had influence yeah. on but because he stayed in that that purpose he was his most natural so i don't know it's just what i was thinking like like you're sus you you become sustained when you're your most natural self because you you're not you're, you're not influenced by all these outside things that might cause hunger for other things 
or stuff or something like that. I don't know. Like everything's operating in its most natural state, mind, body, spirit, everything else. Right. When you're in, when you're pursuing right. that will that God has for you. Right. So your influence becomes greater and then you're not hungered by all these other outside things. Maybe, I don't know. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, well, one, when you have a clear vision and the right reason to get after it, right? When you can get what you picture and you can get your emotions in that same direction that it's possible and this is what God has for you, then yeah, it does bring about that peace. It does, it can bring about that focus. Like we're opposed to like, if you have an idea, but you're like, I don't know if I should do it. I, you know, like your, your mind's going one way, your emotions are going the other way. And then you've got like this total doubt of like, is this, I don't, is this even God? Is this me? Right? Like you're just a big friggin' hot mess. Right. Mm. But having that clear direction, that clear purpose, then yeah, like, cause then it's like, it doesn't matter if, if you get a couple roadblocks, if you get people who don't want you, you know, cause some people, man, some people just saw Jesus like for instance he went to um he went to his hometown he been having all you know he well so he he was hanging out with this like massive group of people right he gets into a boat like he's been spending time with them he gets into a boat goes across the the lake or whatever gets to the there's this guy demon possessed in the in the graveyard or whatever heals this guy essentially the town well he'll <laughs> Delivers the guy, sends the demons into the pile of pigs. Pigs go and kill themselves. So the town comes out because the pig farmers are like, dude, here's what happened. Everybody sees this guy in his right mind. They're like, dude, that's it. You need to leave, right? So they just, they literally just got there, right? Delivers this guy who's been like, you know, they've, the people have chained him up. They've done all these things, you know, at night he howls and he breaks the change blah. You know, it's like, so here's this guy in his right mind and people are like that. say so this guy got, you know, Jesus mm-hmm. has to get out of here. So it's amazing. Like just thinking about that. Cause he's in his right mind and like, so he's doing these mir- miracles, you know, and they're, they're just there again, the knowledge or their impression of this guy is that yeah. he's a lunatic. Right. You know, and I think people, like you were saying, it's easy to get that and twist the truth around and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he just, they just landed here from this big, massive group of people. And then he was <laughs> this one guy and then everybody asks him to leave. Right. So then they leave, they go back. All right. Then a few days later, they go to Nazareth, right back to his hometown. And he starts telling them all this stuff and the people are amazed. But then after they're amazed, they get like, they get offended. They're like, this is like the son of Joseph and Mary, right? Like we know their, their kids are with us. Like we, like who, the, who, who does this guy think he is? So at first they're amazed. They're like, wait, what? And then all of a sudden, all they see is the son of Mary. They don't see the son of God. They see the son of Mary. They're like, yeah, whatever, dude. And he says, uh, all Jesus could do is heal a couple people. Probably because those are just the only people who would actually mm-hmm. came to him. But. It's just interesting, you know, then he goes away and gets surrounded by a massive group again, but it's like, <clears throat> I think then he maybe he goes, heals it one guy's daughter or something, but it's just interesting, you know, or he would go from a massive group cross the lake to a new group. Who's like, dude, you got to leave to then he go back to his hometown. We're like, man, you're, how dare you talk to us like this? We know where you grew up, you know, <laughs> it's just like, didn't let it influence him though. 
No, because it's like that stuff doesn't matter because when you know where you're going and you know what you're doing, then obviously obstacles are just something that you go around. Like there's always going to be people who don't want it, but you're after mm-hmm. the people who do. I mean, Jesus is like, dude, freaking right. Then the Pharisees were at some point, they're like, why do you keep eating with these people? Like they sell these sinners. They like, shut your face. It's not, it's not those who think they're righteous who, you know, who I came for. I came for those who know that they're sinners. So it's like, you're out there for a certain purpose for a real reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I mean this life, but I think, I think too, I think what, what can get confusing is that we think, well, if we don't do these things, then God doesn't love us. Right. Cause you know, we talk about oh, yeah, at the end of the day, dude, we're going to stand before God and give an account for our lives. But do we have to continue to understand what our role is, why God actually created the world and us, Jesus restored what was lost, which was our, our, us as our sonship, you know, we became, we became ri- raised with Christ this is like Ephesians two. This is when we were dead in our sins, you know, Christ died, died for us so that the, the life that he lives, like when we died, we were raised to life with him and seated with him in heavenly places, right? Because we are united with Christ. Jesus said, you know, and um, maybe that's John 14. He's like, he's talking to the disciples and, you know, it was the night before he was going to die. And he says, He's like, I'm going away, but you know where I'm going. They're like, no, we don't know where you're going. He's like, you know, you know, you guys know the father. And he's like, no, we don't really know the father. And Jesus is like, how could you, how could you say that since I've been with you for so long? This is Jesus Mm. talking as if he's the father. And he says, don't you believe that I'm in the father and the father is in me? Like, don't you recognize me? It's just interesting because in that same way, Jesus says, the Father sent me. Jesus was the exact representation of the Father. He says, as the Father sent me, so I send you. Right? It's like we're united with Christ and we're seated, connected with him in heavenly places. Like, it's like, so if we can understand, you know, again, that reality where we become adopted into sonship, we become citizens, and then we become ambassadors, right? Where we represent the kingdom of heaven on foil on foreign soil, if you will. So it's, it's not just like, Hey, I've got to do these things. I got to tell people about Jesus. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to end up in hell, right? It's like your motivation becomes skewed, but that's incorrect information. It's, it's from our position in God that then we find out, Holy crap. The the reason why the world exists and mankind is on it was to, was to manifest the kingdom of heaven on earth. That's always what it was. So what Jesus say? He said, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, right? What he say in the Garden of Eden? He says, go and subdue the earth, right? Fill it. Cause everything to increase. Make babies. Totally fill the earth and subdue it, right? To make it conform to the pattern of the garden. Well, Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, right? Teach them to think, act, and feel like I do, right? Teach them to obey my commands, so it's the, the, it's, the thing is the same. So everything we have, we have to be able to do that. So it's not about guilt and shame and this and that. This is talking about like, this is, this is where we all belong and people are kind of wandering around in an illusion. Or some, man, some people are frustrated. They're broken. They're jacked up, man. They're beat up and they're just, all it takes is just a little demonstration. People freaking encounter God because because of your presence, because of the words you spoke, because of the message that you have, people literally encounter God because of you, because we're 
the agents of heaven on earth. Like that is our job and our role. People talk about, oh, well, God has it. Or, well, you know, it's God's under control. God's in control. No, look, we just, we misunderstand what the freak sovereignty actually means because we think sovereignty means that God controls everything. No, he's the absolute authority, but he gave us the job to function on earth. God's not making people do different things that would negate free will, which he gave us on purpose, right? This otherwise love wouldn't be love. It'd be forced. It'd be, Mm -hmm. it'd be a program, but it's not. Mm -hmm. So free will is a real thing. And our job is to demonstrate and affect influence on this world. So it turns into the kingdom of heaven. Like, right. Jesus said, pray like this, that our father who is in heaven, let your will be done on earth just like it is in heaven. Like that's the mandate. That's the call. That's the will of God. And it's our job as ambassadors to help people taste and see the true kingdom that everybody came from. Amen. Yeah. So my good peoples, the harvest is ripe. Go get you some. Get the work boots on. <laughs> go, get, go get your cowboy get you hats some. on, your bell bottoms. Yeah, those chaps on. Those go get those chaps, chaps <laughs> those buttless Yeehaw. chaps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm hungry for work on this farm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not working on this farm. Get some cheapies, jerpies. What, what, what is that jerky you were talking about? Oh, yeah. Cracklins. Cracklins. <laughs> get your crackling and your banjo yeah. and your straw. <laughs> Fill your pockets full of cracklins. It's yeah. a long day in the field ahead. Yeah. It's where your potential be realized. Tell you that much right here, right now. Come on, somebody. Get the banjo. Get the banjo. Boop, boom, boom. We'll we'll, we'll all have a rocking chair on the porch with Mm. the banjo at the end of the day. Bam. Come on, somebody. Gonna have to expand the porch. But right now, we gotta get some work done. Go get you some 30, 60, 100 times yielded more than what was planted. Come on, somebody. Go get you some. Till next time. Peace!